0: Hi, this is Mo Oster, and I am Misney's Senior Vice President. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in the state capitol. As we head into the month of March, budget negotiations will start to heat up as both the Assembly and the Senate work to put together their respective one-house budgets, likely the second week of March, to set the stage for negotiations with the governor so a state budget can be adopted by the statutory deadline of April 1st. Next week is also MISNI's Physician Advocacy Day, and we hope to see you there. We are pleased that several hundred physicians have registered to participate so far. It is a tremendously important day, as it is our chance to demonstrate on a large scale level our concerns with many of the state budget proposals, but also our recommendations for improving the healthcare system for your patients. It is also important because we will hear directly from the chairs of the Senate and Assembly Health and Insurance Committees their thoughts, on the many health-related budget proposals, and we get to ask them questions about our concerns. Please go to www.nisney.org for more information. The issues we face, of course, are many. On a positive side, we continue to advocate for budget proposals to require state oversight over pharmaceutical benefit managers, or PBMs, and important public health legislation to prohibit the sale of flavored vaping products. But there are also many problematic budget proposals. The newly configured Medicaid redesign team continues to meet to take recommendations from the public on how to best address our huge Medicaid budget gap. Misni Vice President Dr. Joe Sellers delivered testimony at a recent Albany Forum, and Monroe County Medical Society Executive Director Chris Bell testified at the Rochester Forum, and Misney President Dr. Art Fogner We'll be testifying at a public forum in New York City on Monday. We remain very concerned about further significant cuts to Medicaid physician payment on top of the 1% cut already implemented at the start of the year. We continue to point out that cutting Medicaid payments is counterproductive in that it will drive more physicians away from the program, making it harder for patients to see their physicians which in turn will make it more likely that care will be received in more costly settings. We're also very concerned with a budget proposal to significantly cut or even eliminate the Excess Medical Malpractice Insurance Program, which provides free to nearly 17,000 physicians a secondary layer of medical liability insurance on top of the primary 1.3, 3.9 million layer physicians typically obtain. The governor has indicated he wants this issue to be discussed as part of the new MRT. We have argued that unless the legislature is to enact medical liability reform, to bring down our excessive liability costs. Continuation of this program is absolutely essential. Then of course, there is a comprehensive proposal that would undercut existing due process protections for a physician when a complaint has been filed against them with the OPMC. It would permit the Commissioner of Health to disclose to the public that a physician is under investigation prior to the conclusion of the proceeding and it would make it far easier for the Commissioner to impose a summary suspension of such physician prior to the conclusion of disciplinary proceedings. It would also permit so-called administrative warnings to be made public. With so many complaints going to the OPMC resulting in no disciplinary action, we have been repeatedly telling legislators about the dangers of this proposal, which holds a high probability of destroying a physician's reputation without the ability for fair due process. We thank the thousands of physicians who have taken the time to send a letter or tweet at their legislators to raise concerns. In the legislature, we are very concerned with the excessive number of practice mandate bills that would make your hassle factor even worse. There are nearly a dozen of these bills moving through the committee process, including bills to require physicians to have a conspicuous posting in their office of the patient's right to report a physician to the OPMC, requiring physicians treating epileptic patients, to hand these patients a pamphlet about the risk of sudden death associated with epilepsy, requiring physicians to hand patients about to undergo a pelvic exam a pamphlet about what patients can expect in having this exam, and requiring co-prescribing of naloxone for certain patients. Please look to MISNI eNews this week on these issues and many other upcoming events, including our numerous educational programs such as on pain management, veterans health care needs, and in particular, our March 18th program on coronavirus. These programs are all designed to enhance physician knowledge in delivering care to their patients. Thank you very much.